0: On Saturday, the U.S. men's national team will face Slovenia in a friendly at Toyota Stadium in San Antonio, 3 p.m. Eastern on TNT. And right now we are absolutely thrilled to welcome in Brian White, who is this is your first call up to the U.S. men's national team. Brian, congratulations. Um, What's camp been like? What has this whole experience been like for you?
1: Yeah, thank you. It's been. um, Yeah, I think it's a culmination of a lot of hard work throughout the years. And honestly, a dream come true to be part of a national camp and getting the opportunity to hopefully get an appearance in the game on Saturday.
0: Brian how are the vibes in camp because I know that there's a a lot of young guys who are also this is their their first call up as well so has there been a a lot of sort of friendly competition going on?
1: Yeah it's been it's been fun to get a lot get to know a lot of the guys obviously a lot of young guys and um, they have a lot of them have a been together through youth national camps, and it's been, it's been fun to see those relationships and build new relationships as well.
2: Brian, you've had a career year, 15 goals, five assists, and MLS this season. What were, you, what were your expectations getting your first call up, and then how much instruction have you, have you had since you've been in camp? Because I, I remember my first January camp, it was, it was a lot to process, the competition, you want to impress the coach, yet I learned a lot. What, what have you learned so far? Um, being in January camp?
1: Yeah, I think for me, my, my expectation was it's it's going to be a jump in the level. Obviously, it's still a lot of young guys, but still they're very young players, very good players, and everyone comes into camp with this desire to, to impress the coaches. So the level is just ramped up a bit more. And uh, for me, it's been a great learning experience to be able to um, get in front of the national team coaches, understand a little bit more what it takes to be, you know, a striker at this level, at the international level. and um, hopefully, uh, it's just stuff I can add to my game going forward.
2: Brian, you add your name to the list of uh, you know young players from uh, New Jersey who have made their way to the U.S. men's national team. We have a docu-series here on our channel called Billion Dollar Goal, which details some of the 94 guys. Um, add that to the list, some of the players we've had on the show, the John Tolkien, obviously Johnny Cordozo's also from Jersey. You're from Flemington. What do you think it is about... Maybe growing up in New Jersey, or playing soccer, starting out in New Jersey, that makes you guys all so good. Why is it such a football factory?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, you know I was fortunate enough to get into the Player Development Academy from an early age, and I think for that it was a great club for me to stay for ten years, and then you know getting involved with the Red Bulls uh, early on as well. And I think it's just I think it's maybe the nature of guys who come from New Jersey—they want to play and they want to compete. They're hard nose on and off the field, so I think it just uh, adds a bit to, to the players for sure. It doesn't
2: It doesn't hurt that you went to uh, Duke to play in the ACC, you know? You got to go through Jersey. <laughs> hey, the
3: ACC! <laughs> the, the question is prefaced by a guy from New Jersey yeah. asking, asking of, the question. Again, course, I'm from right? not Newark. Not New New oh, you're from Newark. Okay, never mind. Um, Brian, from the strikers, the forwards rather, um, on, in, in the national team right now, nobody has had an official cap. How much do you feel like this could potentially be a dress rehearsal to kind of, you know, make Berhalter think there's a possibility that I can get called up in, in 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 future camps? Do you feel it that way?
1: Yeah, I think anytime you get you know the opportunity to be in front of the coaching staff to wear the badge, I think it's a chance to prove yourself and and you know show that you deserve to be involved in the team and. Um, hopefully, you know through the work I put in all camp and the work hopefully get in during the game, um, I could prove to the staff that I could be an asset to the team going forward.
0: Brian, yeah, I mean you're the leading American goal scorer in in MLS with 15 last season. I don't know if you were aware, but you've earned that that top spot. So uh, you know th- this feels like a very a very deserved recognition for you. Um, I want to ask you about being coached by right now. Uh, Greg Burhalter, but also Vanny Sartini, um, who seem to be very two very different <laughs> characters. So what's it like? We'll get into Vanny later. We love him. He's a friend of the show. Uh, but what has been, you know, how, as a player, how, how do you adapt to, you know, what is probably two very different personalities and two very different coaching styles?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know if it takes much of an adaptation. I think, you know, as a player, you want to go in to any camp, any game, you know, ears open, mind open, trying to take in any information you can. And whichever way that's delivered, you do your best to take it in. And, and it's been great to, um, you know, get involved with Greg and the coaching staff and just see what they have to say, what they can teach me as a, as a forward and as a player, and it's um, it's been a great experience so far.
2: Brian, what's it like in the locker room when your coach sings on stage with Nickelback of all <laughs> What was that roasting yeah. like in the group chat? <laughs> Honestly, it was. It wasn't
1: wasn't much of a roasting. I think we thought he crushed it. He's, uh, yeah, he's an awesome he's an awesome guy, Vanny, and it's been great playing for him for the past couple of years. And um, yeah, it's been, I'm looking forward to getting back out there with the team and, and seeing what we can do this year.
2: Brian, where do you think you've developed the most as a striker? And I remember you coming in as a young player under Jesse Marsh in the Red Bulls Academy. You're playing, you know, under Bradley Wright Phillips. You got to see him play. And then, you fast forward, you're the top goal, American goal scorer in Major League Soccer. Where do you think you've really grown the most? Um, I
1: think, you know, obviously playing under Brad was a great experience, just learning from him. Um, he's a, you know, the way he's able to get shots off in the box, I think that was something I tried to continue to emulate, and, you know, I think my game revolves around being dangerous inside the area, getting on the ends of crosses, and just continuing to develop that part, and, and then I think recently adding more into the build-up of the game, being able to hold the ball up, bring players in, uh, I think it contributed a lot to not only my success, but I think hopefully the team's success this past year.
3: Brian, I wanted to know a little bit more about you as a soccer fan growing up. Um, we know a lot about you as a player, but for example, you're 27. What was the first World Cup you remember like, vividly with the, with the US in, in the World Cup? 2006, I would imagine? Yeah, 2000, 2006 when Italy won. Nice. What, what is, like, who was your U.S. men's national team idol growing up? Is there somebody that you specifically remember that's like, oh, wow, I, I want to be like that guy?
1: Uh, Clint Dempsey was always my idol growing up. I remember there's this, uh, this YouTube video that I found years ago. It's like an eight or 10 minute long YouTube video with edits and motivational speeches in it with Clint Dempsey, and I used to watch that all the time. <laughs>
3: Oh, wow,
0: nice. That's we love epic. that! All yeah, right, yeah. I'm gonna oh, yeah. no, tell Brian, it feels like it feels like the Vancouver Whitecaps, and also you as a player are are kind of underrated or just one of the things you kind of f- like fly under the radar a little bit is that do you feel that number one um considering the the output that you have have put out there but um do you embrace that role do you kind of like being uh, somebody that maybe can sneak up on on teams and do some damage
1: yeah i think um it's it's nice being out in vancouver you don't have to get all the media attention you don't have to do all the spotlight stuff so it's nice you could just go about your business and work hard for the team um you know I think as a team we've we've had pretty good seasons obviously we didn't make the playoffs um 2022 but I think we have a very good team that's able to to perform well and hopefully this year will make a run in the playoffs but yeah it's sometimes it's it's a little frustrating when the team's not getting the, the recognition it deserves but um I think we kind of Revel in that underdog role where we can uh, just go about our business and, and perform well.
2: Brian, during my time in MLS you, you always have some of those players that just give you that challenge that you know you're coming into the match like man this, this center back, I know I'm going to take some some bumps and bruises. Is, is there a player that you look forward to that when you' when you're going up against a certain center back in, in Major League Soccer that you know ah, this guy always gives me gives me some trouble?
1: Yeah, I think. For me, it's, it's I don't usually get like um, what's the word like nervous or anxious about going because I know it's going to be a fight, and I kind of enjoy that that part of the game, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I mean, when Jackson was in camp, I was like this. I remember playing this guy. He's big. He's strong. He's just a handful to deal with. Uh, Took a couple elbows in the head because I'm just a little bit shorter than him. But uh, yeah, I do enjoy that that side of the game for sure.
3: <laughs> Who gave you trouble? <laughs> no. Well, you asked a question. Oh, I know you got somebody. He, he, I know you got somebody the
2: name in, your just head. in your head, Charlie. No, no one. No one.
0: He'll tell us. Oh, oh he'll stop! Tell us <laughs> camp. Brian, Brian, we'll we'll email
2: you the name he says, or we'll text you. No, this no, is no, one, stop. The, stop. the one player that usually like I knew I was gonna get hit was always Bobby Boswell off the ball. And then Jamison Olave with with Bulls. He was just such a physically imposing (laughs) center back that I loved that challenge, but I knew, okay, this is just going to be an absolute battle.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you for being honest, Chuck. Uh, (laughs) Brian, one one last question for you. Um, You know, you've scored a whole bunch of goals before. If you are to score... In your first cap for the U.S. Men's National Team, have you thought about a goal selling? What, what are we doing?
1: No, I'm not. I don't really uh, pre-plan celebrations. I'm kind of uh, off the rip and just see where.
0: Oh, oh, you play.
2: You got a. You got yeah. a couple Organic. in your head, though.
0: Organic. <laughs>
2: Come on. You ain't at home (laughs) practicing the dab in front of the mirror or nothing like
0: that. Amazing. Uh, Well, Brian, congratulations again on uh, your first camp. Good luck on Saturday and uh, good luck this MLS season. Can't wait to watch.
1: Thanks, guys.